Now it's time to talk Chipotle and get the experts' take on their very latest on the earnings report. We have an expert panel for you. Nick Satyan is with us, Managing Director, Restaurants Equity Research at Wedbush Securities, and RJ Hotvoy, Consumer Equity Strategist at Morningstar. I'm so glad you're both with us. So it's great to have pros on because you're not just going to give us the uh, the light stuff. I want some real details, uh, just like when I order my Chipotle meal and it has little pieces in there. RJ, st I'll start with you. Tell me about what you thought about the, re the Chipotle report and where you see it headed. Why? Yeah, I thought there was a lot to like from the quarter. I mean, comps came in at 8.3%, a little bit better than what the market was looking for, and really driven by some really impressive delivery numbers there, too. Digital delivery is really the key to this company, not only surviving the crunch, Situation, but really positioning itself for market share going forward. I know there were some concerns about margins and incremental COVID costs going forward. Um, yeah, but I, I think this is to be expected right now. I mean, this is something that's facing a lot of restaurant companies right now. In fact, the only thing I'm really concerned about at this point is valuation. I do think the market's got a little ahead of itself in terms of the long-term goals for this company. But from a pure operational standpoint, I think there's a lot to like near term. Okay. And Nick, what are your thoughts here? You know, look, I mean, I think it's really simple. You know, everything is is going as well as it as it could. Uh, you know, instead of going back to $3 in terms of charging, uh, you know, a fee for, for delivery, they kept it at a dollar, and instead they want to raise their prices uh, on, on, on actual delivered product. Uh, and, and, and we don't know if it's going to be 7% or 13% or 17%, but when, you know, when that's settled and it's rolled out, whether it's at the end of Q4 or, or early Q1, you know, we're going to get our answer, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the margins uh, and, and the trajectory of the margins. And once visibility around that is set, I think the stock continues to work because the underlying trends remain tremendous. Uh, Nick, I know you have um, an outperform rating, right? And a 12-month price target of $1,600. And you, you talk about the solid results, but the forward commentary does have that uncertainty to which you were just referring, right? Tell me how you get to these numbers and how likely you think this $1,600 is. I think it's very likely. You know, if we think about the fact that you know, the, the management team continues to maintain that 25 uh, percent, you know, four wheel margins is is what the target is once they get back to two and a half million. We're already at around two point three. Uh, even you know, if you assume mid singles the comps for the next three years, you already get back to two point five million plus you know, in terms of, how you know, per unit sales. Uh, and so, you know, at that rate, um, you know, and, 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 and if they can get to a 200 unit plus type of a, of a number in terms of new units per, per year, even if you just put a, uh, an inline multiple of 35 times, and by inline, I mean inline with, you know, the five year pre-COVID multiple that, 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 that Chipotle traded at, um, you know, you already get to $1,600 and, you know, that's, uh, you know, five years pre-COVID was an oversupplied market in terms of, uh, you know, way too many restaurants out there. I mean, the, 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 the opportunity to gain market share is unprecedented in the last two decades, you know, not just for Chipotle, but for every mm -hmm. restaurant. And so you can even argue That's for interesting. a Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. What's interesting between the two of you is you both 
like the company, but the, the valuation seems to be a big disparity between the two. Over at Morningstar, for example, RJ, um, you, you talked about some, some positive things, but you do say you're concerned about valuation. And so while Wedbush is there putting a $1,600 target, where do you think fair value really should be? Yeah, I, I think it's a, a lot lower than that. I, I think somewhere in the you know the thousand dollar range. We we have a stated published fair value estimate of nine hundred dollars, but you know probably bump it up with a little bit of that. time value of money. Um, you know, the, the question I have is, you know, uh, the company's talked about 6,000 units, uh, average unit volumes of 2.5 million and restaurant margins of 25%. And I agree with Nick, that all seems very doable. Uh, but at the current prices, you know, $1,300 and even to get to a $1,600 price target, uh, you have to justify eight or 9,000 units. You have to talk about 4 million in average unit volume and restaurant margins of 30%. And, and frankly, those are numbers the company hasn't hit. I know a lot of that's going to be you know, market share gains uh, post pandemic, and there is a great opportunity for Chipotle, they're going to be one of the top recipients of that. There's going to be a great opportunity delivery, but those numbers are just uh, a bit too much for me, especially when there's going to be some other well-capitalized players going for that same market share out of the gates here, too. So I, I agree that I like the company. I think Brian's done a great job since taking over, uh, particularly in the marketing front, has really revitalized his company. But I just think that the valuation right now, um, you, you can't just put the same multiple that you once put on this one. Um, you know, I think that there's got to be some, uh, some, some, some sanity put on with this, this valuation there. So I also wanted to talk about other things. You mentioned some costs earlier, RJ, margins and costs, and there's always uncertainty going forward. Um, what about labor costs? What about costs of opening new restaurants? What about costs of the carne asada, for example, RJ? Yeah, those are all factors. Labor, opening new restaurants, carne. Oh, yeah, I think that that's something that big management factored in. And actually, one of the parts I do like about the story, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, uh, the, the story may work longer term is that they have developed, uh, at least for the, the, the store openings, uh, the, this new Chipotle format where it's got a pickup window. Those are a little bit less capital intensive than the, the legacy locations. I think that is an that is, as you go forward, these. Uh, you know, uh, with these pickup windows that are also made a higher margin transactions than in-store or even delivery, uh, I think that could be an opportunity to bring down costs. Labor costs is going to continue to be an issue, but I suspect that over time the company will look to some automation solutions to really help out, um, you know, where they can uh, to offset some of those costs. I think everybody in the restaurant industry, uh, I think, will look at that. Uh, and then, you know, just the, the, the what they've been seeing the last couple of months, running uh, a leaner, more efficient operations during COVID, I think that'll help to uh, at least kind of balance the labor costs going forward. Nick, uh, your thoughts on labor costs, opening new restaurants, and carne asada? Well, we already know that they're targeting 200 units, uh, you know, next year, and they did 140 units last year. Uh, and, you know, 75% of these newer units are going to be uh, units with Chipotle that are opening at, you know, 25% higher sales volumes relative to units without Chipotle. Uh, and so we're already seeing, you know, new unit volumes that are at 85 to 90% of system averages, which again is, is you know, unprecedented in, in the history of Chipotle. Uh, and what that does is, you know, these, these Chipotle uh, stores are about, you know, 200 basis points, at least 200 basis points higher margin units. And that's, you know, labor, that's, you know, the mix of, uh, order ahead to come and mm -hmm. pick up instead of delivery. And so as the mix of units changes towards Chipotle, we're going to have lower labor costs. We're going to have 
lower other operating expenses. And, you know, in terms of percentage of, 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 of sales, we're going to have a lower rents as well. So margins are certainly headed in the right direction. Are, is, is Chipotle your favorite stock that you cover or some of the other names that you cover, Nick, for example, maybe in the food space or something else for that matter? Uh, what are among your favorites? Well, Chipotle is certainly uh, up there. Yeah, I also like, uh, you know, names like Jack in the Box and Wendy's at the moment. Uh, my topic at the moment is, is Jack in the Box. That is your top in the moment. Um, RJ, your thoughts on expanding it out beyond Chipotle? Yeah, I like some of the other QSR names, uh, Restaurant Brands International, Yum Brands. Uh, the, each one of these has a brand that, within the, the group that, that is struggling at the, time, at the point, Pizza Hut uh, for Yum Brands and uh, Tim Hortons for QSR. But I think that you know, looking at the market share opportunities for these companies going forward uh, is pretty impressive. I think there's also some uh, underappreciated moves within the franchisee bases within these companies too. I've uh, done a good job consolidating among uh, younger, uh, you know, more capital, uh, uh, you know, or, or or put it with franchisees who are willing to put up the capital to grow these businesses going forward. So I think those names right now, both QSR and Young Brands, I think are pretty attractive at the valuations they're trading at. Right, no doubt. Nick, final thought here on the big picture um, about Chipotle and just getting everything out there. It's my understanding carne is very a popular carne asada, but it costs more. And the product line, is the product line on the menu just right? Well, yeah, look, they, they'll, they'll be the first ones to admit that there's a limited supply of carne asada, and just like last year, it's a limited time offer. So it'll be gone by early Q1, just like last year. Now, we, we do have a couple of other uh, products that are uh, ready to to roll out in terms of, uh, you know, new menu items like the quesadilla um, and, and so on. And, and, and I yeah. think they're going to be just successful and, uh, and, and, and comp drivers, uh, you know, next year. Okay. All right. Well, I enjoyed this very much. And I also enjoy that, Nick, your price target is 1600 above where we're trading. And RJ, your target is probably 900 or 1000 bucks below where we're trading. Thank you both, Nick Setian and RJ Hadovi. Thank you very much.